The Mommy Wines Podcast is a Mommy Wines Network and Emma and Carly production. Brought to you by Anchor and Coffee Over Cardio. Welcome back, guys. Cheers. Hold on. Mommy Wines. What do you... You don't remember our intro? Jesus. No, I don't. Mommy Wines. Mommy Wines. (laughs) Something like that. That's stupid. No, I think that was what it was. No, that sounded really good. There's a guy in, like, Provo or American Fork or Lehigh or something... That is like a podcast person here in Utah, mm-hmm. so maybe we should like... What do you think, he has ideas for us? No, I'm saying like maybe we should hire him to do like a... I don't think it's him, I think it's like Hold him on. and like two other people. No, you mean to tell me that you think that somebody else is going to come up with something better than what we just did? No, I'm Not saying a like chance. to record it. No, that was amazing. Not a <laughs> chance. There's no improvement there. There's no improvement to be made. That was... Perfect. Oh Our harmonies. Are you ready? Hold on, I'm gonna do it again. Oh god. Na 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 na. Mommy wines. Mommy wines. Okay, hold on. Now we gotta see if we can see if we can like turn it into like a duet. But you know, I'm thinking like quartet where we like like well, okay, hold on. Na 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 na. Mommy wines. Mommy. Why? See, it's like, I think it would be cool to have like a 50s style yeah, that's intro. We are that. Well, we, we could maybe Mommy try to. Mommy wines. <laughs> Mommy wines. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure that out. But. No, I think we hit the nail on the head. <laughs> Leave us a comment and let us know how you guys liked it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're gonna get serious now because we're talking about life. We literally never are serious. Balance, life balance, and guys. working. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you: This was your first full week at your new job because your first week, Milo, the little was that was that my, I think that was my second week, wasn't what? it? I don't know. Well, I got paid, so I I think I was there. Yeah, no, I just finished my third. Oh, I didn't see you last week. That's why. Week. Yeah. So I finished my third week. However, it was my second full week because, yeah, I did have to stay home with Milo for a day. Yeah. Well, um, how is it going? It's good. It's, uh, it's different. Like, being... No. Yeah. Working a nine to five is different than what you've been doing? And, like, working at home in my underwear? Yeah. It's a little bit different. I got, you know, I got to put Gosh. on... You have to wear pants to work. I gotta put on pants. Uh, Listen, count me out. (laughs) Count me out. I gotta... hold on. Can you wear leggings? Like, could you wear these there? These leggings? Um, I am actually really surprised at how casual my office is. Because here's the thing. You can get a two-pack of these leggings at Costco. (laughs) What? Yeah. $8.99 for two pair. Super comfy. Little black leggings. Now, here's the thing. You could wear these with, like, like a flat, 
Okay. And then, like, I think you could put on, like, a cardigan, and that's... Yeah. That's, like... That's... It's... It's... That's about as fancy as the people get professional there. Professional... What, what do they call that? Professional casual. What's oh, that called? business casual. Business casual. I feel like that's pretty cash, but it's, like, professional, though. Like, you couldn't wear, like, a blouse with these. Yeah. Could you? Mm, maybe. I don't know. Some of them I have um, are a little bit longer that I like to wear with leggings and like boots in the mm-hmm. in the fall. Oh yeah, you can do that all day. I think also summertime plays a role in it. Like I think people at my job would be way more like professional looking like in the winter and fall. Yeah. Just because I think professional wear is way easier to like put together outfits and yeah. things like that and layering like, always like looks layering very yeah like, like I think it's easier to kind of put outfits together in the cooler months because in the summer it's you know like it's hot outside but we are in an office I'm in a like a high-rise downtown building so they always have like the air like cranking up it's freezing in there i hate that so but it's also very weird because the only time i go outside during the day is when i'm getting to my car from my house and back into my house from my car because once i'm downtown i park in this underground parking garage and then i can take like there's all of these crazy um like tunnels and, like, everything's connected in this, like, weird grid system, like, underground grid system. So I could get from my building to the other building my company owns to, like, the temple, to the capital, to, like, the City Creek Mall, to... I know that. It's crazy. So once you're underground, you really don't have to go, like, outside. Do you have to have, like, a special parking thing on your car to get down there? I have a swipe card. But, like, you have to have that to get down there? Yeah. Mm. And if you ever want to go downtown, just, uh... Take your swipe card. Take my swipe card, yeah. Free parking. Free parking. And it's, like, really good parking, too. Like, you're secured and you can park anywhere. Like, I can park anywhere where there is a blue sign with, like, a white P that's circled on it. Okay. So, you know what I'm talking about? Like, any, like, the city parking? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Anyway, it's cool. Cool. Well, still, though, pants. Even if they are... Yeah, I gotta put on pants. If they're not leggings, I'm not with it. I'm not (laughs) in it. It's not gonna happen for me. Yeah. Well, did you see the merch that we released? I did. Samamiers. Samamiers. Pairing, I guess, wine with leggings and messy buns. I didn't brush my hair today. I can I didn't even, definitely see that. I didn't even put it in a messy bun. I didn't even brush it. I woke up at noon because I needed the sleep. Do you want a ponytail? No, I want to look like this. <laughs> I wanna, well. I want to just look like this, okay? Who wouldn't want to look well, like you today? When your natural beauty looks like <laughs> you're begging for money on the corner... Literally, if I went to Walmart, they'd probably ask me to leave. They'd be like, ma'am, I'm sorry, but you can't be asking our people for money. I didn't ask anyone for money. I came here to spend dollar bills, man. You know what's funny is when I first met you, you had the cutest outfit. Your hair was done. Your makeup was done. 
I was like, oh my god, this girl oh, is when we so went beautiful. To wherever. Oh, yeah. to um, Joe's. Yeah, no, I, I was like, this girl's so beautiful. She's so put together. Mm-hmm. She's I am so classy. I what, am. What is she gonna want to do with me on this podcast? Why on earth? Who is this girl that's so perfect? But now that we know each other, hey, listen, and I realized that you're the. You know, you're sitting next to me on the Hot Mess Express. Hey, first of all, <laughs> you look like a million dollars. I look like one, like a silver dollar. <laughs> I look like a silver dollar. Like a Sacagawea coin. Yeah. I look like a Sacagawea <laughs> limited edition mint collector's item coinage. Well, maybe one that in the sewer. Listen, it, it could be a very, very old, rusty coin. No, but you, I don't think you could ever look bad. Priceless, I think, nonetheless. Even with my lips? <laughs> well, okay. Okay. Yeah, let's, so, let's get into that. Since um, we're talking about how gorgeous I look, and listen, <laughs> ladies, I want you to know, it's not about the way that you look, okay? The case in point, how I'm showing up today well, you know, you well, you're could putting own. a lot of you're putting a lot of a lot of emphasis on my looks right now. <laughs> Why don't you tell him what a kind soul I have? You Why do have a kind oh, soul. Well, why so, don't we talk so, about about the most gorgeous woman who owns the most prestigious, prestigious, classy, permanent cosmetics academy and That's salon. Right. That's right. Located in Salt Lake City, Utah. 2150 South Main Street, Suite 105 South Salt Lake. <laughs> okay. Anyway. I love your radio Shameless voice. plug. <laughs> um, you let one of your, what, students? Well, no. So she's, a, she's an instructor there, but mm. she doesn't. Right, right. But she doesn't do this particular. Well, she does now. She's, she's doing that procedure because I see those lips and they are a sight to be seen okay so here's the thing though i do lips and i teach it and so i was teaching her okay explain like you did to me to the normal people out there listening Mm. what doing lips is okay so permanent lip tint or lip blush is like a newer cosmetics procedure so like a lot of people are getting lip injections and i don't necessarily think like i love lip injections don't get me wrong girl i'm due for some lip injections. But here's the thing. <laughs> lip injections are great and I love them um, if you want to add volume. But a lot of people, especially like as we get older, the um, vermilion border, which is like the border right around your lips there, um, starts to fade out and it'll get, um, you'll kind of like lose the color a little bit on that border. So what ends up happening is even if you do have quite a bit of like volume in your lips you're not really seeing them so much because you've lost the color oh, and the shape and like the definition and the definition and here's the other thing too like for me I have a nervous um habit of biting my lips like I just always have it's something I do if I watch scary movies you can guarantee my mouth is bleeding by the end of it because I just chewed my lips off it's yeah. just like a it's like biting your nails or something so anyway I do I had done that and I bit like the border of my lip off on like the bottom right corner of my bottom lip. Um, And so like I was getting lip injections trying to like even them out, right? Going like my lips aren't even. Every time I take a picture I look like I had a stroke because, (laughs) you know, my right side of my or my left side of my lip 
is like there and looks like heavier and the right side doesn't and so I'm getting injections and no matter what I did like they were never even looking unless I put on like a matte lipstick yeah if I did that then I could make them look even well that's kind of a pain in the ass because matte I feel like for me I like sometimes I'll do like a coconut and like coconut sugar scrub on my lips yeah because you know I'm getting real fancy Lately. Hey, that sounds fancy. Um, and like that'll help when I like go to apply lipstick. But sometimes, like when I go to apply lipstick, it looks like flaky, yeah, like crusty or mm-hmm. something, especially yeah. matte. And you know, well, matte Utah's is so like dry. The thing, yeah, you know, like matte is what everyone's going for these days. So but you gotta stay hip. You do have to stay hip. But but not only that, I don't want to like I don't wear a lot of makeup on the average day, like. Only when I'm going on a date with you Aww. to Joe's Crab Shack do I get ready. Thanks. But no, I don't usually, like... I noticed that, by the way. <laughs> I don't usually get ready. Like, I really don't. I get ready seldomly. Um, and I don't want to wear, a like, a full-on lipstick without any other makeup. That's weird. But I want my lips to look even. I don't want to look like I'm always having a stroke. So... I mean, listen, and it's not just my lips. One of my eyes opens up bigger than the other one, so this one's all, like, like tiny, and then my lip goes down like this. So I really do kind of look a little bit strokey. But here's the thing. So the lip blush, it's like, evens out the shape of your lips and gives the definition where you didn't have it before. And so it can make them look a little more plump because you can hit right on that vermilion border. Mm. Um, so you can add, like, what, like a millimeter around your whole lip, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it really is. It can, like, make a big difference. Um, I'm seeing it. It's a big difference. Well, but my lips are swollen right now. They are. They're a little They're crazy. definitely swollen right now, and they also, like, have some scabs, which would be even more, you know, raised up, which would add more girth. <laughs> Ew. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So it's a so tattoo, obvious, though. Obviously, getting your lips done is not... Like a pleasant experience. Well, okay. Here's the thing. Because it I'm, is like what? Like a tattoo it's gun. It's a tattoo gun with like a safe, um, semi-permanent uh, ink. And then you're using like a very specific needle that's not going to do too much trauma to the lips. But like, yeah, I mean, it, you're tattooing your lips. Like it's not, it's not great. But here's the thing. I'm allergic to the numbing stuff. I still use it. Duh. But I think that's another reason why my lips are a little bit bigger, too, is I think they're just kind of like, what the heck did you do? But, I mean, when you have, like, a... First of all, I was having somebody that's never done the machine before working on my lips. So You're crazy. You're dude, very committed to your business. I think so. My eyebrows are the same thing. I let people just, like, practice on my eyebrows. Probably not the best idea. So if anybody ever sees me and goes, what the hell... This girl that does permanent cosmetics looks like a shit show. It's because I'm committed to teaching people. I'm committed to letting You're them practice You're making that me. sacrifice. I'm making a sacrifice of my own face, but whatever. I'm married, so who cares? <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> you already got your man. I got my man. <laughs> Please don't die. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, no, man. so that's the thing. Um, so on Friday... I let her practice on me, and so, and, and I went a little bit brighter than I normally would. It's, yeah, it's, um. Because you lose 50 to 60% of the color. Oh, do you? So these are gonna, like, tone down a lot, but, um, so yeah, when you first get your lips done, it looks, you look mighty crazy, but at the end of it all, it's gonna look so good, 
and my lips will look even and they'll be beautiful and I'm happy about it but it yeah it the experiences it's like intense if you want to see before and after uh photos yeah follow it's carly brownis underscore p-m-u-a yeah on instagram or you can look up npc academy on instagram and that'll link you over to my business page, or you'll see some of our work there too. But oh, also, I have it linked in the description of the Mommy Wines podcast Dope. Instagram. Easy. Click and, on something, anything. And you can find it on themommywines.com. Yeah. Under Carly Brown. Anyway, no, you so, know what? It's cool because it lasts like two to three years, and it's really? not like a lipstick, it's a lip tint. So it's not like that you know, long. Yeah, huh? two to three years, which is great. It's crazy. So I did my friends the other day. She always is complaining. She went and got lip injections. She didn't need them because she has beautiful lips. And she's like, oh, I went and got lip injections because I'm so sick of my lips. Like, there's like matching my skin. It just like goes right into my skin. You can't even see my oh, lips. Oh, is that the girl you showed me yeah. the video of? Yeah. And um, anyway, she came over for lunch the other day. And I was like, wait, do you have anything on your lips right now? She's like, no, nothing. And it's awesome because her lips just look like they should, right? They're just like they have a nice oh, pinky keto? hue. No, 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 no. Oh, this isn't the girl from no. last night? Okay. No. Um, so, yeah, they, like, look perfect for her. And we haven't even done a touch-up, but they don't look – she doesn't look like she's wearing lipstick. She's not walking around they with crazy lips. They look so cool after, and they look really nice after they're, like, healed and settled yeah. in. Um, it's just a process. I don't. Uh, Every time I you would do, do it, a cosmetic procedure, if it it's a didn't process. hurt and I couldn't hear anything. Well, it's just the buzzing of a of a tattoo machine, but it's a very quiet buzz. It's not like the kind, not like the coil tattoo machine, like when you go into a shop and it's like, like not that. It's like a very, very, very low quiet buzz, very quiet. Mm. I don't think the the sound of microblading might bug you. That sounds like Velcro. Oh. It's pretty terrible sound. But anything with the machine's fine. I love how we are so different in this because there's so many things. Like, I love your salon. I think it's super cute. I wish I could get, like, regular things there. Like, I wish I could get my nails done there or my hair done well, there. Well, we do, like, but waxing and okay. brow tints and uh, lash. Um, we do lash lift and tints there. We do eyelash extensions there. We do chemical peels, microdermabrasions, microneedling. If you have eyelash extensions, can't you not, like, sleep on your stomach? Like, don't you have to sleep like you're in a coffin? I mean, I have eyelash extensions, and I don't think about how I sleep while I sleep. I just sleep. It is what it is. I love sleep. I love sleep, too. I slept till noon. And I sleep like a psycho freak. No, like I, I have a king size you bed. Can do whatever you want. And the majority of the time, Mike doesn't even sleep in here because I take up the whole thing. Well, hey. Which I think maybe Your we should bed work looks on. Comfortable. It's comfortable AF. I love it. I it's, want it. We didn't do our wine review. Sip or spill. We didn't do the sip or spill. Alrighty. So okay. <laughs> so if you guys are looking for the best. Are you done? Um, <coughs> rude. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. Jeez. <laughs> I was trying to do. We didn't do the sip spill. <laughs> Maybe okay. we should do like a recording session. 
Oh, I'll do and it. And have you do, like, all of these oh, intros. Oh, you got it. Okay, good. Okay. Coming so. soon. <laughs> so, if you guys are looking for really affordable, good-tasting, summer-friendly, party-friendly wines, mm-hmm. go check out themommywines.com under the blog section because I'm going to be giving you my list of my favorite affordable wines under $15. I feel like you say under $15 and to me anything over $15 is like top shelf. <laughs> Maybe that's because I buy six bottles of wine at a time. <laughs> you you do. <laughs> but I'm not about to well, Have you never noticed like the wide range? Like I've drank like, well, yeah, but the hundred when you plus go, dollar bottles no, of wine. Who's gonna do that? To like four ninety nine bottles question. of wine. Here's and 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 okay, but here's where I question the whole thing. There's either organic or there's non organic. Okay, organic you don't get a hangover. That's true. So I like so organic. I I've gotten for, a hangover off of this. Oh yeah, I'm many, already many, many, many I'm already time. getting a hangover. You're from this. already hungover. Okay, but <laughs> I'm getting it's coming stronger. <laughs> Do you want a beer? Harder, faster, stronger. Do you want a hangover? No. <laughs> so here's the thing: the grapes. It's not like they can grow more expensive grapes. I think it's about like the climate, the care, the process. You want to tell me that you go to Napa and you can't find a bottle of wine that was in Napa that was the grapes were grown in Napa and then processed in Napa and bottled in Napa that you can't find a $5 bottle and a $100 I think, bottle. I think you can. I think in Napa exactly. there's a wide range. France there's a wide range. See, you can. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with the and, climate. It well, just has to do with the marketing. And that's why I am sharing our favorite affordable That's why wines. I don't spend more than $15 on a bottle of wine no matter what. Well, I don't either unless I'm going to like a like a dinner or... Are you going to show up to dinner with a $30 bottle of wine? Yeah. If like, You're out of control. Like, if you guys... Who are your you, friends? If you and Chase invited me over, like, if you and Chase, like, cooked and cleaned and invited me and Mike over to have dinner with you guys, I would bring really good wine. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of a crock. I well, you can't say that because we're... We're working. I love. I love all wine. <laughs> no, listen. Like I do. Our wine bundle is gonna be. No, I love all wine. Yeah, it's I love be all legit. wine. Yeah. I just am confused, and maybe that's why we have to go to a winery to find out why wine is more expensive. Like, what yes. do they do different? Do they age it longer? Or yeah. Do they use more expensive barrels? They yes. So then let's find that out, you guys. We're gonna do a vlog. Okay, yeah. And we're going to go to a winery and we're going to find out so you guys can have, so that the misconceptions about cheap wine and expensive wine. And I'm going to test them all too. And if I'm sober enough to tell you guys We're going to have end, bloopers. We should make blooper reels of like our trip. Okay. But yeah, if you're not already, go over to YouTube and subscribe to Mommy Wines TV. Well, there's nothing on there yet. But well, there you can will find be. our podcast episodes that you can find um, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. But soon we are going to be doing video. God, I have to get ready. Video content for our blog, for our 
podcasts, so that's going to be fun. If you want to mm-hmm. see us recording the podcast, go ahead and go subscribe to that. Um, and then all of the podcast experiences that we get to uh, be involved in. Yeah, which is fun. Community events, travel, drinking, um, drinkings, meeting our sponsors, drinking, drinking some more. Lots of drinking. Anyway, lots of drinking. Yes. How'd y'all like that commercial break? Sorry, I had to pee. (laughs) (laughs) How was that commercial break? For me, it was really nice. It was very relieving. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) But, yeah, so we both are working moms. You own and operate and manage and run and do all of these things for your salon and academy. That's right. Um, Which I'm so jealous because I really loved working from home and for myself, but I did go back to corporate life, and it has been an adjustment. I think it's a good adjustment. I enjoy it. How how long do you think you'll want to be there? I was actually just talking to Mike with this last night, Um, and this company is a company that is like worldly recognized, right. national. I could do a lot of things here. Obviously, in my current position, I wouldn't want to be there longer than a year. I would want to get like promoted. Right. But finance and especially like in the department that I'm at and home lending, it's always been like like kind of like my financial mission. Like that's where I wanted to be in my career. But I've also always wanted to work for myself. Yeah. I was actually thinking about this the other day. And because I, t- I was talking to Mike, I was like, well, if the podcast like blows up and gets crazy and we start making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year off of our podcast, which would be insane. Is I was like, possible? I w- yeah. It is? Yeah. Who knew? Um, I was like, I might consider quitting my job. And, right. and he's like, well, why would you quit your job? It's not like you're going to be podcasting until you're 60. True. And I'm like, no, but, you know, like, I, it would give me the opportunities to open other businesses and, and follow other passions True. and do other things. Um, so I really don't know. I could work here until I retire. Which wouldn't be bad because the retirement's really good. The benefits are really good. It seems like a very family-focused, like, place. And though it is corporate, like, yeah, like, I had to take a day off because Milo had a fever. And my daycare was like, oh, well, you know, like, he can't come back here for 24 hours and, you know, right out. Like, outside of not having a fever anymore. So, I did have to take off, like, a day of work. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they were, like, really understanding about it. They were very flexible. Which is crazy, because it was, like, your second week. Yeah. I was a freaking nervous wreck about it. Yeah. Because... You, like, don't want to be that lady that's, like, oh, my kid. Yeah. Even though, I mean, it's illegal for them to, like... Because, yeah, I mean, people have to be understanding of the fact that, like... Your kids are going to get sick, but you don't want to be that lady. Oh, yeah. I was 
I like I was angry, I was stressed, I was anxious, I was worried. Like yeah. I felt like all of the emotions because yeah, it is my second week and but you know, like I'm always going to be a mom first. Of course. Um and I feel like it's a pain in the butt especially because like I'm a single mom that there wasn't anybody else there to like pick up the slack. There never is. Yeah. But even if, like, even if I was married, I'm sure, like, like, I'm the mom, you know? Like, that's, yeah, that's just, that's just kind of a given. And it's frustrating that it's kind of a given. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if you hear people like, oh, I'm a stay-at-home dad, it's like, that is like a weird concept. Yeah. Even though it shouldn't be, but it's a weird concept to think that, like, the dad would stay home and the mom would be the bread winner yeah but it's it's crazy too because like it frustrates me you know always being the one and always being you know like I'm always the one making sacrifices for Milo you know like I'm always the one calling off of work or rescheduling my day or you know and I knew that was gonna be a thing because you know I chose to be a mother and that's what I wanted like I want to be his mom and Right. But it, it but the is, world makes it hard for but, you to be able to juggle and balance all that. And people yeah. wonder why women aren't in, like, more executive, like, positions within places. But it's because, yeah, it's a given. It's like, you know, like, my husband's very, very, very into, um, like, evolutionary traits and things like that. Yeah. And, like, really when you break it down on, like, an evolutionary, like, level, men... At this point, it's, like, they have this, like, need to provide and need to, like, make it to, like, a a financial stability before they even want to even have kids and bring it in and settle down and do all those things. I think I, even though I'm in the position that I'm in, I would look at a stay-at-home dad and be, like, that's weird. It, which is, it I don't want be to think weird, that, you know? but it's just, like, an instinct. And, like, if, for me, like, that's one of the things that Mike and I differ in our relationship is that he is not that mindset. He doesn't have the mindset of, like, being a provider and, you know, like, taking on, like, traditional male roles while I take on traditional female roles. Right. And I am a bit of a more traditional person living in, like, a modern world. Like, I didn't mind staying home when I stayed home with Milo. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, if I ever wanted to have another kid, like, I would hope that I would obviously have a husband that was supportive enough to allow me to take the time that I felt like that was needed. Because every kid is different. Like, mm-hmm. if I had another kid and that kid, I felt comfortable going back to work after, you know, like, regular maternal leave, mm-hmm. okay, then I would probably go back to work. But with Milo being my first, all of the complications that I had, I didn't feel that comfort. So I stayed home longer. And I don't know. Like, I think it's one of those things that there's uh, – there's there's a change happening, I think, in in men these days. Some of them are going a little bit more modern, while some of them are still trying to hold on to, like, more traditional well, values. But I think it's because women are probably pushing it a little bit more. Yeah, we are. 
But Absolutely. I went to work because we want to have it all one week with Ida. Shut up. I had her on Friday the twenty seventh, and that following Friday, the first Friday in August, I was back at work. I didn't even get out of bed the first week. Yeah, I was back at work. I worked a twelve hour day, and I did it again the following Friday. I worked another twelve hour day. You're insane. You're like a superhero. But no, I think it's because I was a stay-at-home mom for my first two. And I was just so incredibly, and not for any fault of like being a stay-at-home mom or anything. I just, I just, you know, in my head, I always had this idea that I was going to be like a Carrie Bradshaw. Like I was going to be like high up in some corporate thing. I was going to hustle and my life was going to be so busy and I was going to be living in the city and it was going to be, you know, I was going to have, like, in my mind before having kids, like, that was what... That's what I thought. I thought I was going to be, right? Or it was just like, I guess the dream or whatever. I felt like you look at someone like Carrie Bradshaw and you're like, she is like living, like, she's so important or something or or there's something about the fact that just she living her best is life. just living life and yeah. being like this is my she's in the moment everything is so in the moment she's not she was worried also about the very future. like secure yes like, like she, she wasn't was worried about the future financially the secure she was secure in herself she could confident. buy all the shoes that she wanted to buy yeah very important idol and, and I just and I just think I thought that is what like, that is when, when you've reached that level of success, that's when you take the next step to say, what am I missing in my life? I'm missing a husband and I'm missing kids. Yeah. And I got the husband and the kids before I got the Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. And so, I wouldn't say that I was sad being a stay-at-home mom. I loved my kids. I was, a, it was financially very secure. Um... In Maybe you life just was weren't easy. feeling fulfilled. It, that's what it was. It was the fact that I thought that one day I might be able to like, like grasp that feeling of like, I am able to do this like really hard thing, right? But, but Carrie Bradshaw's doing that without kids. Mm-hmm. Carrie Bradshaw's doing that with like the, oh, woe is me. My relationship is so in the air. Where I'm doing it now, I have three kids, and I have a very stable relationship, but in that stable relationship is, like, I have to take time to make that relationship stable and stay stable, and so now I'm juggling, like, when I was a stay-at-home mom, it was just, like, I didn't have, the, the other side of me was missing, right? The other side of, like, Carly personally was missing, where I didn't think or know if I could ever reach that level of quote-unquote success. And, like, everybody's success is, like, their idea of success is different, right? Yeah. But, like... Well, yeah, absolutely. But, like, to me, it's, like, saying this is an endeavor that I'm choosing and that I'm successful at this endeavor, right? And being part of a team, like, people would always be, like, you know, if I was, like, oh, I need to go get a job, like, after I got divorced and I was, like, trying to have... Um, you know, trying to, to provide for my kids as a single mom. And I'd be like, oh, I, you know, I really just need to find this job or whatever just to pay bills. And people would say, well, what's your idea of success? 
And my answer was always just being part of a team where no matter what it was that I was doing, they said to me, like, we couldn't do this without you. Like, if I am the person that cleans the floors, that the that the team that I'm working with is like, we have the cleanest floors in all of the valley. And literally, <laughs> nobody's floor cleaner could be better than our floor cleaner. And we could not open up for business without these floors being this clean. And we literally <laughs> could not do it without her. Right? Like, that was success to me. Is like... yeah. Somebody making me feel like they could not be successful without me doing whatever it is that I do. And it didn't would matter if it was that I was... You just wanted to feel, I think, invaluable is the exactly. word. Yeah. It's, yeah, because like, cause like as a mom, it's, um, it's a thankless job until you're however old and your kids have kids and then they realize what the hell they put you through and all that stuff. But it's thankless. And, and so it was like, it was always this feeling of like, and I would tell this to my ex-husband, He'd go, you know, I'd say, I, I'm not, I'm not fulfilled because he go, what are you talking about? And I go, well, honey, you could hire anybody to do these jobs that I'm doing. Yeah. Literally, if I died, you have enough money to replace me. Yeah. In every aspect, you can, you know, have a maid come to the house. You can order a chef to come do meal prep. You can have a babysitter. You could have a, shoot, a prostitute, really. You could have all these things. And the only thing that you can't do is you can't recreate, like, the bond that I have with my children. And and that's maybe for some people enough. But for me, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to know that I could die and that, like, their lives would carry on. Yeah. That was definitely one of the things that I struggled with when, like, when Milo's dad was around. Because he would, like, I would always be, I found a lot of fulfillment because I was able to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do. And I've always wanted to kind of create something on my own, Mm -hmm. be something on my own, kind of build like a business or some kind of brand or just like create something and just be my own boss. Because there's been a lot of time in my life where I've just kind of been you know, like under somebody else's rule. Yeah. And I always just wanted to like do my own thing and find success on my own. So when I was being able to stay at home, like I found a lot of fulfillment in that in a different way. But when you were bringing up like the fact that you could be easily replaced, I felt that a lot with Milo's dad. And when he brought up the fact of us like, that he, like, wanted us to try and, like, be together and be a family, that was one of my big hesitations because I felt like he didn't want to be with me. He just wanted to be with, like, Milo's mom. Yeah. And, you know, like, those are two different people. Like, I am a person and I'm a mother. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it was a very tricky situation because he's like, well, why wouldn't you want to? Everything would be taken care of. You wouldn't have to work. You wouldn't and have to do I these things. And it's like, men I forget. I don't mind working. As humans. I love working. As yeah. humans, we want, we don't want somebody else to tell us what our worth is. Right. And that's the thing, like, I guess like when you're like, oh, I want to build my own personal brand. It's because you can put in hard work working for somebody else and still not get acknowledgement. 
Yeah. Right? You can say, I'm doing as much as I can possibly do. And you can see where it pays off for them, but they can't see that because they're paying you. And I think it always was just kind of this thing where, like, being a stay-at-home mom, because you're not getting paid, because there's no, like, dollar value amount attached or associated with what the amount of work is that you put into it, feels very, like, I don't know, just, like, and I, you know, I tried to break it down. I was like, this is how much it would cost if you had, you know, all of your clothes laundered yeah. every week. And this is how much it would cost to have all these meals made for you. This is how much it would cost if you had a personal shopper going. This is how much it would cost if you had a personal assistant to drop your dry cleaning off and pick it up well, and go also, to the bank and think da-da-da. of the mindset that you would be in or that you were in when you were actually sitting there calculating all of those things out. Right. Like, obviously, you weren't in a mindset of, being, hey, I'm, I feel ultra appreciated. Right. No, you're sitting there trying to figure out what your worth is. Right. Which and is that's a terrible, miserable. It's a miserable feeling. And I think that's where a lot of stay-at-home moms, albeit they're so happy and so grateful that they have the opportunity to raise their own children because I know that a lot of mom guilt is like, well, my kids are only going to be little for so long. Yeah. that's. I don't want I somebody else you know, raising my kids. So they're, they're grateful. And it makes them sound, you know, when they're like, I need more. It, it, for whatever reason, comes off as being ungrateful. But it's not that they're ungrateful. It's that they don't have that sense of like, like this is what it's, you know, I think another thing that I said to my ex-husband all the time is I said, do you know the frustrating thing is when you and I first got together, I cooked you dinner to show you that I cared about you. I was like, hey, I'm going to make you this delicious dinner. I'm going to, you know, like let's have, you know, dinner together. Or I would do your laundry for you because I wanted to alleviate some of the work off of your shoulders. Yeah. And I would do all these things just to show him I cared. But then when I became a stay-at-home mom, those are now my responsibility. And all of a sudden, all these ways that I was able to show you that I cared about you were taken away from me. And it was now just expected that I was supposed to do that. So now yeah. I'm like, I don't make any money, so I can't go out and buy you something to show my appreciation. Everything that I was doing beforehand is now expected of me, so there's no appreciation anyway. How do I show you that I'm going above and beyond for you? There isn't a way to do that. It's just this is what my life is now. You have no gifts to give. Yeah. Because you're, I told, yeah, I you're not that. going you're not going and making money and you're not you know, you're just you're just kinda stagnant and you're like, I'm doing all these things, my kids don't say thank you, my husband, you know, maybe he says thank you, but he you know, it's like there's no going above and beyond. If you clean the house really, really hard because you're like, I know that he loves when the house is like perfectly clean, it's just like, Oh, thanks for cleaning and you're like, No, 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 you don't understand though. I was on my hands and knees with a razor blade. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, that doesn't, it doesn't yeah. matter anymore. It doesn't matter. It, it's one thing when you're dating the bachelor and you go to his house and he goes to work and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to do all of this for him. I'm going to wash all of his clothes, fold them all, put them away, clean his kitchen and make him dinner. And he's going to come home from a long day at work and he's going to see that I took my day off to do all this stuff for him. And he's going to, you know, be so excited. And they are. Yeah. And then they see that as like, oh my God, she's like going to be the perfect, you know, partner. But then it goes from, you were like, no, 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 that was a gift. Like that was me doing something nice for you. And now it's just like, what else are you going to do with your 12 hours that I'm at work? 
it's kind of like rips away it's just so many like little layers of like the difficulties of like staying home with your kids have you tried coffee over cardio yet if not i don't think we can be friends No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you haven't tried it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have been seeing reviews blowing up all over my social media feed. Roasted to order, for females, by females, 100% Arabica coffee. Win, win, win. Not only will you find the most adorable packages of coffee when you click the link below, but they have tumblers ideal for girls on the go. Espresso Fit member-only exclusive workouts that you can do from anywhere, and a cozy clothing line ideal for a basic bee like me. With fresh roasted flavors like messy bun and birthday cake, this is a coffee lover's dream come true. Go ahead and click the link to check out Coffee Over Cardio today, and don't forget to use coupon code 10 Don. I don't know if it was harder for me or for you because I went into being a stay-at-home mom not in a romantically involved relationship with Milo's dad. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, we did a lot of like negotiations and mm-hmm. a lot of bargaining and a lot of compromises uh, because we were on two separate ends of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order for us to come together and be both prominent figures in our child's life, one of the things that we decided to do was for me to stay at home for at least the first year. So yeah, like my house was always clean. I, you know, made my blog. I did little things. Milo was always fed. He was always taken care of. He was always cutely dressed. He but, was... But so you just said something that is different. You said you had your blog. Yeah. And you had your blog and that was sending you mattresses. Like, and it was yeah, like it, it gave me things. a purpose it gave outside you a purpose. of being a mom. Or you were catapulting or using being a mom as a catalyst to being more. It's like you were taking the identity of being a mom and you were like, you were making something out of that. Most yeah. moms don't have that. That's Most true. moms are just sitting at home going, another day, another vacuum, another snack, another this, another that. It's just a very repetitive life. And like yeah. you were able, you were able to like capitalize on being a mom. I've always been really good at making lemonade out of lemons. I, I think that's, think, like, the motto of my whole entire life. Yeah. I I wouldn't... Well, first of all, I think I was a mom before blogging was a thing. Probably. Um, Maybe at, like, the very beginning part. It wasn't a... Yeah, it was... There, mommy blogging wasn't a thing. I'm not a technologically advanced person. I did try to do a couple little side gigs. I tried to make, like, hair bows and stuff. But, again, technology. Like, I'm like, yeah. what am I going to... You know... It was just always, like, looking for something to fill that void. And I think you found a way to fill it. I wonder if it would be harder, though. I think it would. In my personal opinion, I think it would be harder to be in that situation when you're romantically involved with someone than maybe in my situation, where it was just kind of like a business deal. Sure. 
Yeah, because, I mean, you're not really looking for, like, the acceptance or the thank you. Or oh, you're yeah. You're just kind of like, um, I've never gotten a thank you. I've never gotten, like, a Mother's Day card, despite the fact that I hate cards. I've never gotten, like, a Mother's Day text. Yeah. No appreciation for anything that I've done. No appreciation for moving across the country, raising and keeping my son, which I think maybe girls are more drama, but it's way freaking harder to keep a son alive because he is batshit crazy. Um, he's alive, he's cared for, he's fed, he's bathed like every night. Like it's insane. It's a lot of it's a lot of work and I don't yeah, I don't think any mom really gets the recognition or credibility that she deserves. But you know, I just feel like I don't know, I think that that's kind of the tough thing and that's why I think a lot of women are craving going to work because when they go to work, they feel like here is, you know, here's an outline of what you expect of me. And I know that I can, I can perform that. And then it's like, hey, I brought home this money. And it's been so nice for me to work and to make money to bring to this relationship. Because it's easy for me to ask that my husband now, my current husband pitches in on the home side of things. Yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel weak or I don't feel lazy or I don't feel anything to ask him to help because I work hard too. It's a little bit more equal in the sense of financial things. And I wish financial things like that didn't make us feel more equal because, you know, cooking and cleaning and keeping kids alive and dealing with their tantrums and bathing them and clothing them and you know Far more like difficult than whatever you do at a nine to five. Oh my god I love going to work yeah like it's a break my, for sure I look forward to Fridays my time. office I go I get my assignments that I'm supposed to do that day mm-hmm. and I put my headphones in I listen to podcasts I listen to music I sometimes will put a YouTube video on in the background and then I just start clicking away on my little keyboard and you know like I just I get shit done and sometimes like if they assign me like a bunch of work to do they're like oh that's okay just finish it on Monday and it's like and then at the end of two weeks you know I get a little bit of validation yep and it's so much easier and Like, I didn't feel guilty going back to work because I think my son is to the point and I think him and I are to the point where he needs to start having a little bit of independence Mm -hmm. and he needs to start being around other kids and and learning. And I'm I'm not somebody who's going to be able to sit there and, you know, like homeschool my kid. Like, that's not in my wheelhouse it's not in my patience to do that oh no so I think it's good for him to be in daycare and he seems to really love it and he's in such a good mood he's so happy and you know like I'm happy at the same time because I can go to work and it's just like quiet yeah and there's grown-ups I can talk to people who like maybe some of them are but you know like maybe not wearing a diaper (laughs) <laughs> you know, like... Depends how old they are. It depends. And... Oh, depends. Depends. <laughs> sponsor depends. us, why yeah, don't you? I'm like, depends. <laughs> if you're looking for a sponsor. Here we are. After the 
What is this? My fourth or fifth glass of it's wine? It's too many, and I have to go pee. Can we take a commercial break? Yeah, well, I think we can probably end this episode. <laughs> you guys, don't you feel better? Doesn't everybody feel better after listening to that? I don't know if we stayed on topic or what. Should we do our confessions? We could do confessions. Or... What? We could do... I had an idea this week. Okay. Lay it on me. Oh, God. Okay. So... My idea for a new segment of the Mommy Wines podcast is dun 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 fake news. Come on. <laughs> fake news. This That's is inspired by Mike's dad who loves watching fake news. Fox News? Just kidding. I don't know what he watches, but he always gets mad at me when I walk into his house and he's watching the news or politics. And I'm like, uh, fake news. Because, like, he, he's not a um, that side of the political realm supporter. So it's a joke that we have. And I thought it would be fun because we had a very interesting political conversation on our first meeting at Joe's Crab Shack. We did? I don't remember this. We did. I was two drinks in. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun to start up a new segment where I find top news articles. These aren't real news. These are like headlines of parenting magazines. Okay. And I'm going to give you three things. Two of them are true. One of them is oh, fake. God. Okay. So for the first one here, we're going to do oral health. Because I don't know how many times you have done this, but there are days where I get home from work and maybe we skip on a brush or two. Okay. You know? So there are three things that are uh, bad for your teeth. You have to tell me which one is fake news. Okay. Which two are real. Okay. Sports drinks. Both regular and diet soda is bad for teeth. That's because soda is acidic, so it can actually weaken tooth structure. Most soda has a pH level between 2 and 3, which is closer to battery acid than to water. Fair. Though sports drinks aren't fizzy, they're also highly acidic at a pH of 3.9. Crackers. They're not usually sweet, but carb-rich crackers can promote tooth decay. That's because foods like crackers and cereal start breaking down the mouth, where bacteria uses the sugars to produce acid that can dissolve tooth enamel. Okay. Gummy fruit snacks. Sticky and sugary candy literally clings to the teeth. Though gummy fruit snacks are sometimes mistaken for a healthy snack, the ingredients list reads more like gummy bears, and they're sticky and sweet like candy, too. Crackers. Fake news. No. You're lying. Sport drinks. Really? They have a pH of 2.9, which is higher than a soda, a typical soda, not 3.9. 
which is what I changed to make that fake news. Oh, I got stumped, you guys. Crackers, really? Crackers are bad for your you know teeth. What? I've only ever had two cavities. Really? And my last cavity was, well, my first cavity, I was like 18 or 19. And my last cavity was the last, not my last dental visit, but the one before. And I'm so frustrated because I told the guy that I felt like I'd had like a, well, not like a filling, but like they put like a cap on it or something because like my teeth were like Oh, deep. yeah. And I was like, I feel like I can feel it coming up. Like I could almost slide my, felt like I could almost like get my tongue under it. Do you know oh, what I mean? Not I really, would mess but with like, that oh, I all did. the time. I did. And I was like, I can feel it. And he was like, well, you know, it's not that bad. And it doesn't look like there's anything wrong. Well, six months later, what do you know? I had a cavity there. And I was like, you dick. You should have just Dude, I feel like dentists can sometimes be like the biggest liars because I had... It's like a mechanic, right? They're like, yeah, that needs to be fixed. And you're just... Or like, nope, everything looks good. And then they like loosen a screw so you have to come back in a week. Yeah. Because how it feels. I had a root canal where they put in a, a, like a temporary filling and then like never scheduled me like another appointment like, never did, a, like, a follow-up, never did anything. They just let me walk out and never to talk to me again with this, Dicks. like, temporary filling in my mouth. So, yeah, that is our new segment, Fake, Fake news. news. And you can find articles like this, this exact one, and others similar on parents.com. So, if you were looking to um, increase your kids' oral health or even your own, uh, head on over and read this article from parents.com that I found on oral health today. Yeah, well, I woke up at 12. <laughs> and you were researching stuff. Hey, balance, right? Balance. In the name of balance. Life. Work. Kids. Husbands. Kids. Family. Balance. In inner strength and happiness. It's tough, ma'am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Have fun. See you next week. Wait, wait, what was our outro? I'm going to record it later. No, but you had a good one the other day. Oh, it's on there. Okay, good. The drink and parent responsibly. Yes! Yes, queen! Yes, queen, bye! (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more podcasts brought to you by the Mommy Wines Network, go check out themommywines.com and make sure to subscribe to our email newsletter. More projects are coming soon, and by subscribing, you'll be the first to know when they are released. Did you know that we have a Facebook group? Head over to Facebook and join for fun contests, giveaways, special deals, events, and more. A special thanks to our sponsors, Coffee Over Cardio and Anchor. And don't forget to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.